Hello from the East Coast to the West Coast and to listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers radio show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We're broadcasting on Liberty Works Radio Network at libertyworksradionetwork.com. And you can hear our program rebroadcast on Red State Talk Radio at redstatetalkradio.com. And you can check their website for broadcast days and times. Also, don't forget, you can always learn more about our show and find podcasts posted at truthseekersradioshow.com. Today, my guest is Edward L. Brownlee, a minister for the last 33 years and author of a book called Rapture Factor on America. As an expert on the Bible and biblical prophecies, Edward believes that the United States was set on course for a divine purpose from God and that he allowed the U.S. to become a nation for several reasons. His book, Rapture Factor on America, brings out the reasons for the coming demise of the U.S. in the world. Edward L. Brownlee is also a student and teacher of Bible prophecy for 20 years. He's also published another book called Simply Revelation. He works with multi-ethnic church preaching, and he teaches Bible prophecy as an evangelist. Edward lives with his wife, Gloria, in Illinois, and they have three children whom are all married. And so if you'll help welcome Edward L. Brownlee. How are you doing today, Edward? Oh, just fine, and glad to be with you today. Thanks for taking the time to join us today to talk about your book. Um, so, so, Edward, to start, maybe some of the people know what the term rapture means, and maybe others don't. So I would like you first to maybe uh, give your definition of the term rapture, and then why don't you just tell us what led you to write the book Rapture Factor on America? Well, the rapture is um, stated in the Bible. Well, the word rapture is not in the Bible, but the rap, uh, speaking of the rapture is in the Bible. In First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, and also in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 15, it talks about the days coming that we shall be changed. And of course, Jesus mentioned it in St. John 14, um, where he said, In my Father's house are many mansions, if not so I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. So those that know Jesus Christ as their Savior, and what I mean by that is those that have accepted Christ in their heart, asking forgiveness of their sin, and Jesus comes and lives within their heart, and then they walk that faith, the walk of faith in Christ Jesus, are looking for Jesus' return in the rapture. Well, he'll come back, as the Bible says, the trumpet shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now, all those that have died um, in Jesus, their bodies are laying in, uh, in a grave, but their soul and spirit are with Jesus. So when that trumpet sounds, their soul and spirit will enter back into their body, and their body shall be raised up. Um, you know, that mortal shall put in more immorality, and the corruption shall put on incorruption. They shall receive a spiritual body. And then we, which are alive and walking on this earth, knowing Jesus, will automatically be changed too, and together we'll go meet the Lord in the air. And that is what the the Bible terms as the rapture. Um, I believe the rapture is going to be the biggest event that will change not only America, because I I, uh, concentrated on America. The Lord wanted me to concentrate on America, because right now America is the nation that's being used uh, as the defender of the weak, fighting back the forces of evil, but I believe the rapture will be the greatest event that will change everything in America, not only in America, but in the world, because you're taking the church up out of America and out of the world, and that's going to change it spiritually. I believe it'll, it'll affect the economies around the world, and definitely it'll affect uh, the military presence of the United States around the world. Mm-hmm. So you say that the Lord led you to write the book, I mean, because I asked you, so why did you, what what provoked you to write the book? It's kind of a, um, a warning mm-hmm. um, to the American people, and then if any, you know, foreign lands happen to pick the book up, it's a warning to everyone to be prepared for the rapture. Um, you know, the Bible, Jesus said in Luke 20, 21, 36, you know, watch and pray always that you may be accounted worthy 
to escape those things which are coming to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. For we know after the rapture, the Bible teaches that we're going into a tribulation period and where Israel uh, will be blessed once again more than what they are now, and the world will face judgment. So it's actually a, a warning. You know, um, I'm glad I know Jesus Christ, that I'll escape those things that are coming. In my book, I talk about, uh, you know, the Bible says that there were ten lepers that were healed, and only one came back to Jesus to receive him as his Savior. The other nine went on their way. Jesus had compassion on all ten of them, but only one of them come back and accepted him as his Lord and Savior. So in my book, now I'm not saying that there's only 10% Christians in the world or even in America, but what I'm trying to get people to realize, whether it's 10% or 20% or 30% or half the nation. So I use the 10% margin, which would be 33 million people in America because we got 330 million people in America. If you take 33 million people out of America, look at the housing crisis, we would have again. I mean, the housing, I mean, you'd have all these empty houses, all these cars not being used, no one paying utility bills, no one showing up for their jobs, no, and you're losing that much more people buying things. So you can see there will be uh, very confusion in the economics and in Wall Street and the markets and, <laughs> you know, and, and the things that would happen, just people disappearing. There would be no bodies to find, so the insurance and bankers would be, They'd be going crazy trying to figure everything out. You know, then once the news breaks, because it'll be, you know, once the rapture takes place, it'll be the hottest news on the planet. You know, all these missing people, um, I can see those that are left. Um, the Bible speaks of the ungodly. You know, they're, they're a type of people that they could go break into these homes and steal things, you know, and set things on fire and, and try to steal the cars. And So you can see a chaotic, a chaotic mess, chaos mess. I mean, um after the rapture. Now, in your book, you say that the United States was set on course to fulfill a divine purpose, and that's why uh, God allowed the U.S. to become a super nation. So what do you think were some of the reasons that he had the U.S. put on this course to begin with? Two biggest reasons, and um, the evidence is clear today, these two reasons. One is to push the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's no other nation on this earth over the years that have preached the message of Jesus Christ. You know, salvation through Jesus, whether it be by radio, the Internet, television, sending missionaries around the world, um, literature. And the number two reason is to be a protector of Israel. We have been a protector of Israel because um, the Bible the Bible uh, said that Israel would come back as a nation from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And that happened in May 15, 1948. And President Truman was the first to speak that Israel recognized them as a nation. And we have been a protector of them. We have, we have supplied them with uh, military sources, money. You know, we've helped Israel all along the way. Okay. And... Um you know, speaking of Israel, I believe in your book you talk about how um, the connection between the rapture and its effect on the U.S. and the relationship with Israel in the Middle East and the world. Can you talk about that connection? Well, we can see today um, the present administration and people that are in government, uh, we're not as friendly toward Israel as we was in the past. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, According to Bible prophecy, that is supposed to happen. If you look at Ezekiel 38 and 39, uh, which talks about uh, the war of God and Magog that's coming, there's no nation that helps Israel. Um, so I believe when the rapture takes place, and I'm, one, and I'm one to believe that there's time between the rapture and the signing of the covenant, the seven-year peace plan, which is not going to be a peace plan, you know, but I believe there's a gap between there that there's going to be a lot of wars happening, and one of them is going to be the war of God of Magog, where no nation comes to help Israel, and God alone has to, to come and, and help Israel. And I believe the uh, United States will not be there to protect Israel no more. Israel will be stand alone, and of course not really alone. God will be with them, because God, God is going to protect Israel. You know, the Jews, the nation of Israel, 
was planted by God. So they're married to God as the Christians are married to Jesus because Jesus died upon the cross for all, Jews and Gentile. But the Bible does say that God is married to Israel. So he, he will defend Israel when no other nations will. And I believe that will take place at the rapture. Mm-hmm. No nation will help Israel no more. Okay, Ed. Well, listen, it's already time to take our first break. So, listeners, today my guest is Edward L. Brownlee. He's the author of Rapture Factor on America, and we'll be back momentarily on the True Seekers radio show. Thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147, If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. One quick 10-minute call could help you solve your student loan problems. So call right now. Not available in all states. Payments may vary based on income. 855-351-FAST. 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 855-351-3278. Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers Radio Show. Today, my guest is Edward L. Brownlee, the author of Rapture Factor on America. So, Ed, earlier in the interview, you said that the divine purpose of God for the U.S. was to spread the gospel and be a protector of Israel. So keeping those things in mind, why do you think now it seems as though the U.S. is falling as a superpower? What do you think are the reasons for this fall? In my book, um, I mentioned immorality. Uh, and we've changed a lot of things in our country. You know, the founding fathers, they used the Blackstone tradition, Sir William Blackstone of England, the laws of nature and nature's God. And uh, they, they used him more than any other resource to uh, write up our founding documents because Blackstone understood since the, since the fall of Adam and Eve in the garden that man's reasoning had become corrupt and full of arrogance and error, and his, his understanding had become that way. So he, he wrote, without God, how can, you, how can you even rule a nation? And a lot of our founding fathers uh, even said that. So they took that, and they, and, and they wrote our founding doctors after the Jew-Christian point of view. But what happened in the late 1800s, a guy named Elliot and Langdon come along in the Harvard, uh, at Harvard University, and they took the darn evolution into our law schools, um, saying that as society evolves, our laws must evolve. And simply what they've done, they took away God as the authority of making our laws and put man as authority. 
and that just doesn't work with our sinful nature. As uh, William Blackstone understood that man's reasoning and understanding have become corrupt because of sin, because of rebellion. But that's what they've done, and now, now they uh, they take the point of judges, what they have to say um, over God's law, and we just simply know that doesn't work. And that has brought on great decisions in our country that has led us to immorality. Um, you know, it was a thing in our in our nation as a young nation that we had prayer and Bible in school. Um, matter of fact, I kind of believe our founding fathers would be rolling in their grave, all rolling in their graves, knowing what's happening today. Even though they were not all Christians, I, I in my book I point that out too. A lot of our founding fathers were deists, but the greatest thing they did, they retained the knowledge of God in their thoughts, and that's far better than what our leaders are doing today. They're trying to remove God in the Bible, everything out of government. You know, back back in our founding fathers' day, they retained the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. Now. In your book, you say that the U.S. will survive as a nation and be allowed to enter in the millennial reign of Christ upon the earth. Can you elaborate on this for the listeners? Well, Jesus said, and I believe it's in chapter 25 or 26 of Matthew, um, those that bless Israel, he calls them my brethren. And even God told Abraham, said, um, those that bless you, I will bless. Those that curse you, I will curse. So those that bless Israel, and we have blessed Israel over the, over the long haul, we have. Um, there'll be the left and the right and at judgment. And as those nations that will be allowed to go in the millennial reign. And those on the left are the ones that didn't support Jesus' brother, meaning the Jews. They will not be allowed to go in the millennial reign. What I mean by that, the government, not the common people in, in the country, because all countries in the world have Christians, China, Russia, even your hardcore nations. They have Christians that are in hiding, or they just meet in secret, and they know Jesus. But those nations on the right that will go in the millennium are those that have supported Israel as a nation. And the United States has supported Israel as a nation. They'll have the right as a nation to go into millennial reign. You know, at a lot of time, you'll you hear the uh, separation of church and state argument, and a lot of the left will say that the U.S. was not built on Judeo-Christian principles. And in your book, you talk about some of the founding fathers. And in this particular instance, I'm going to bring up President Washington. And you say that there are about over 700 instances where he used words like God, divine, heaven, providence. Can you elaborate for the listeners a little bit more on this, just um, the connection between the Judeo-Christian principles and the founding of our nation and how those founding fathers were thinking in terms of a God leading the nation rather than us leading as it is today. Like you said, now it's more of a godless nation. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, even President Washington, you know, uh, when he was addressing the Indian chiefs at Delaware, um, Washington spoke to them about the learning, you know, the arts and the ways of the, the American people. But he also, he, he told them that it'd be wise to learn about the religion of Jesus Christ. So my Bible tells me when you speak the name of Jesus before people, uh, Jesus will speak your name before the Father. In other words, you know him. So that tells me that it's po- very possible that President Washington knew Jesus Christ as his Savior because in his writings, he, he over 700 times, he he mentioned God or or the the the, uh, the providence, you know, um, you know. So I, I kind of not all of them did that, but most of them did. You'll find like uh, Thomas Jefferson. Um, he was a deist. He didn't even uh, believe in the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. He didn't believe in none of the miracles. Uh, matter of fact, he wrote his nephew Peter said, "You got to watch out for." Uh, you know, these miraculous things that are spoken in the Bible that are not true. Because cause Jeff, the reason why Jefferson believed that, because he, he was a product of William Small, of the Scottish Enlightenment, science and reason, you know, before faith. So Jefferson really lacked the faith to really get to know Jesus Christ, even though he said, Here, here's the thing, what I talked about earlier, retaining God, uh, the knowledge of God in their thoughts. Jefferson, even though he didn't believe in the miraculous things of the Bible, he said Jesus had the greatest moral teachings he ever read. 
So right there, he still retained God in his thoughts. And that's what I was getting at. Not all of them were Christians, but some of them were. And it's Jesus that I, I speak talk in my book. It's Jesus that plants the good seed. You know, we know that uh, um, I'm, not one, I'm not a religious person. I know Jesus Christ as my Savior. But I understand that um, all denominations in America have Christians in them. Um, whether they really fully preach the truth or not, a lot of them find Jesus Christ as their Savior. And I believe they stay there to be a help or a light to others. And, you know, even though we had the pilgrims and the Puritans, you know, come to America, America and the colonies, man, if you, uh, you can read a book on David Holmes, which I did, The Face of Our Founding Fathers, you'll find out the Methodists were here, the Baptists were here, the Presbyterians were here, the Episcopalians, the Catholics, the Church of England. They were all here. And I'm not saying they all got it right, but they all taught about God. They all taught about Jesus. And it's Jesus that planted the good seed, because along the way, a lot of those folks found Jesus Christ as their Savior. And I talk a lot about uh, preachers that probably a lot of people uh, have never heard about. I, I talk about John uh, Witherspoon. Um, I talk about George Whitefield, which is the first Great Awakening, uh, Jonathan Edwards. Then we had the second Great Awakening with Peter Cartwright, Char uh, Charles Finley, Francis As Asbury. So these Great Awakenings, if, if when you study them, like in 1730s and the 1740s, many people found Jesus Christ as their Savior through these great evangelists right before the Revolutionary War. So it strengthened our nation, a spiritual strength to get us through the Revolutionary War. And then the Second Great Awakening helped us to get through the War of 1812. It's amazing when you study about America and how God used the gospel to influence people to help us through our struggles. And it's the same way today in individual life. Uh, my source of strength is Jesus through my personal struggles. Now, Edward, there's a chapter in your book called The Giant Has Been Blessed, and I believe in there you talk about the ways that the U.S. has been blessed. So could you tell me what some of those ways are, especially when you compare the U.S. to other nations that have longer histories? Just how has the giant been blessed? Well, because uh, in the beginning that uh, God was put on the front burner, we've kind of put him on the back burner now, uh, because we put God and his principles on the front burner, um, God has blessed us because of that. Um, and that's, and God knew, see, God knew that America would do that, that he knew that the seeding would be through Jesus Christ, and he knew that we would allow the gospel to flow freely in this country, even though there will be other, other religions in our country, but he knew that America would allow the gospel to be preached, that many people would be saved, and uh, and that's that's the big thing. It's God's will for all people to be saved, but we got we got to accept that salvation. But God knew America would allow that, and because of that, we got blessings uh, put upon us. And God also knew that we would be defender of the weak and and fight back the forces of evil. It's very interesting that we got the atomic weapon before Japan and Hitler did, even though Hitler was. Uh, very aggressive at attaining that kind of knowledge, um, America got it first. And that helped us win World War II and finish it. Um, it's amazing of all, I put in my book, of all the uh, inventions that came our way that blessed the world over and over. And it's because we allow the gospel to be preached in this country and um, we don't try to stop it. Mm -hmm. And now uh, those, that's changing now. Yes, it is changing. That's sad. Um, the, I, I have to admit, there is an attack uh, upon the Christians today um, and the Bible and about God and about Jesus. And, uh, of course, we know who, who's behind that, um, the greatest enemy of our soul, and that's the devil, mm -hmm. Satan. Um, you know, he's going to use people that are willing or, or, you know, give their will to him to fight against God and Jesus and God's children, the Christians that know Jesus Christ as his Savior. Well, Ed, it's time for our second break. Listeners, today my guest is Edward L. Brownlee, author of Rapture Factor on America, and we'll be back shortly on the Truth Seekers radio show. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-948-6817 800-948-6817 Millions take comfort in God's Word on a daily basis. But what about the ones who cannot hear these precious words of truth? Where would I find hope? Imagine God's Word in the tongue of those who thirst for the same hope you enjoy on a daily basis. You can help them experience the same blessings you take for granted. This book is like a GPS system. I turn to it to chart my course as I begin each new day. Help someone hear God's Word for the first time by becoming a Wycliffe Associates volunteer and take part in the goal of Vision 2025, helping start a Bible translation in every language that needs one by the year 2025. Find out more by calling 800-THE-WORD. Who will show me the way? Make a difference and help share the hope of God's living word. Call 1-800-THE-WORD. That's 800-843-9673. Or go to our website at WycliffeAssociates.org and find out how you can become a Wycliffe Associates volunteer. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show. Today, my guest is Edward L. Brownlee, author of Rapture Factor on America. And Ed, could you give us some contact information or a website or let the listeners know where they can get your book? Uh, you can get both books, uh, Rapture Factor on America or Simply Revelation at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can go to your favorite bookstore, but you'll have to order it and they can get it for you. Um, I'm on Facebook, uh, Rapture Factors on Facebook, and Simply Revelation is on Facebook. And you also get the book at tapepublishing.com. They're my publisher out of uh, Mustang, Oklahoma. Okay, that's Tate, T-A-T-E, correct? Right, Tate, yeah, Tate Publishing. All right, Ed, you know, I know within the Christian community, a lot of times there's this uh, pre-mid-post-trib uh, argument. Do you think, in the whole scheme of things, where the rapture is concerned, does it really matter if someone believes in a pre-mid or post-tribulation? Well, no, not as far as their salvation, um, because you only have to know Jesus Christ to go in the rapture. Um, but they will go before the tribulation happens. Um, the reason why I say that, as uh, God told the prophet Daniel, that uh, the last week, the 70 weeks, uh, which we know pertain to years, maybe seven years, he said, this is unto thy people, Jews. So uh, the Christian, the church, I'll say the church, will not be here. So I'm a pre-trib rapture believer. Um, there's no reason for the church to be here during the tribulation period. I've asked a lot of people that question, and no one has given me an answer that the Scriptures don't contradict their answer. So, uh, yeah, the Church will not be here. Because the Bible just simply says, uh, we're not pointing to the wrath of God, and the wrath starts right off the bat. you got the uh, seven trumpet judgments in the first three and a half years, and then you've got the seven vile judgments in the last three and a half years. Um, you have the two witnesses that are going to be showing up, in the first three and a half years, Elijah and Enoch, they're coming back. They've never died. Um, they were translated to heaven without seeing death. And the Bible said, is it pointing a man once to die in the judgment? So they have to fulfill Scripture. So they're going to come back, and they're going to rebuild Solomon's temple on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem in the first three and a half years. 
um, there will be uh, 144,000 Jews along with them. They will actually preach the gospel around the world. That Because some people say, well, the church needs to be here to preach the gospel. Nope. The, the Jews are going to do it. <laughs> you know, that, that clearly states in the Bible that they're, they're going to do that. And, uh, of course, at mid-trib, of course, during the first, I better back up there, during the first three and a half years, um, once the covenant is uh, confirmed by the Antichrist, he doesn't actually sign it, he confirms it, the Bible says, um, he will start building his kingdom out of Iraq. Um, because the Bible does say he's the Assyrian, the king of Babylon, and um, that's why Iraq is coming back. Um, Babylon's coming back. Um, Revelation clearly states that she'll become uh, a, a great city again, a great nation where the world will flow to it, to do commerce, to do business um, during the first three and a half years. But then in mid-trib, God allows the two witnesses to be killed. You uh, find that in the book of Revelation, or you just pick up my book, simply Revelation, and read it. And, uh, and after three and a half days, laid their bodies laying in the street, God raises them up and raptures them back uh, up to heaven. So right there fulfills that scripture, this point of a man wants to die. And then we go into the second half of the tribulation where the Antichrist enters into Israel and sets his seat at the, in the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Um, but then he has to go out and fight civil wars. <laughs> the kings of the east and the kings of the north come against him. And the, the last half, you know, Jesus said, uh, if I don't shorten those days, no flesh shall be saved, he said, because um, there'll be a great tribulation during that time. Um, it's not going to be the great tribulation period. It'll just be great tribulation in the last three and a half years. You know, Ed, we, we've got so many problems we face in, you know, not only our country, but around the world. And you have all these big thought leaders and political figures, and they're trying to run around uh, solving problems or making us think that anyway. In your opinion, how come people just can't see how simple it is? How come they don't see a correlation between the fact that as we have this increasingly gutted God out of our society, there has been an increase in problems, not not just in the U.S., but around the world. Why do you think people just don't see that simple correlation between less God, more problems? But they're blinded to it. The devil has blinded them. And, and a lot of them, uh, they know, but they don't want to come to the light because the light exposed their evil deeds. Um, they like their evil deeds. Um, they like their power. They like their influence. Um, they like their money. But you know, the book of Proverbs tells us in 19.3, chapter 19, verse 3, that the Bible declares, by the foolishness of man's behavior, his ways are turned upside down. And boy, can we see that in America. Um, they need to go back to godly principles. Um, the Bible's full, tells you how to live financially, you know, spiritually, materially, you know, um, and it's really to be, uh, to be everything in moderation, you know, uh, to be conservative about things. Um, Jesus was, his disciples were, and, uh, you know, we're not supposed to overspend. Now, I just seen on the news this morning, we're 17.7 trillion dollars in debt. We'll never get out of that. You know, and in my book, you know, they talk about, uh, terror, terrorism and terrorists being, uh, possibly our worst threat. I think our weapon of mass destruction, as far as this country, is our debt. And uh, I believe it's going to really bring us down, and we can already see the effects of it. And, Ed, in your book, you talk about the new iron is Islam. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that for the listeners? Yes, I believe Islam um, is the religion that the devil will use to conquer, try to conquer Israel. Um, it goes back to Isaac and Ishmael. Um, Isaac was the promised seed. Ishmael was born of Hagar, the Egyptian. Um, God did not intend for Abraham to have a child with Hagar. Sarah put him up to it. You can read the Bible story. Um, a lot of times God gets blamed for things that God had nothing to do with. <laughs> but uh, when it came time uh, when Ishmael was making fun of Isaac, um, Sarah wanted Ishmael and his mother cast out, and Abraham didn't want to do it, but he did it anyway. So this is the cry of Ishmael that uh, God doesn't have a son because they were kicked out. Um, I have the Quran. I've read a little bit about it. I've read about three or four different books on Islam. Um, Islam doesn't believe that God has a son because of that.
because Ishmael got kicked out. And um, they're still, they are waiting just like the Jews are waiting. You know, Jesus is a stumbling block to the Jews. Uh, they uh, they actually don't believe. Those Jews that don't know Jesus Christ as their Savior, they believe Jesus hasn't come yet. So they're still looking for their Messiah. Just as Islam, um, they preach about the last days, and they're looking for their Messiah. Uh, you can pronounce, I pronounce it, uh, the Mahdi or the Mahdi. Some pronounce it Mahdi, means the, the guided one. You know, the Shia Muslims, they... Uh, they call it the Lord of the Age or the Awaited Savior. So both of them are, are waiting <laughs> for their Jesus to come back. But yes, Islam will be uh, the religion that the devil will use. You know, Daniel says that he will not honor the gods of his father. Well, you got to remember, Ishmael's uh, earthly father was Abraham. And Abraham believed in Jehovah God, uh, the Jewish God. You know, the, the one and only, really, God the Father of the universe, and his Son, Jesus Christ. So right there tells you, and also the Bible says he will, in the end, he will honor no gods, because the devil, people's got to realize one thing. There's a war going on in the universe. Ever since Lucifer fell out of the grace of God, you can find that in Ezekiel chapter 28, and Isaiah 14, and St. Luke 10, 18, Jesus said, I saw Satan falls to lightning, because Jesus was with the Father from the beginning. So when, when Lucifer when he got pride in his heart and iniquity was found in him because he disobeyed God and went against God, took one-third of the angels with him. You can find that in Revelation chapter 12. It talks about the one-third of the stars, which meaning angels. So when, when he cast him out of heaven, you know, so now there's a war that's been going on for millions of years between God and Satan, and Satan wants to topple God. So here, here's, here's another reason why the church won't be here during the tribulation period. The church is tied to the blood of Jesus Christ. If you killed all, if, if Satan killed all the Christians in the world, he would gain nothing. He would just send us all to heaven. What I'm saying, if he used the Antichrist to kill all the Christians, that he wouldn't gain nothing. Praise God, he just sent us all to heaven. But see, Israel is a physical nation still. And God promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and King David that Israel would be forever. He divorced him one time, but he came back to him, and they're a nation again today. So the devil knows that promises in the Bible. So this is why he's going to use Islam, the Arab world. And, I, and I'm, not against, I'm not against all Muslims. There's a lot of good Muslims, but there are those radical Muslims. And, that's what, and they're, they're giving their heart, their will over to the devil, and the devil's going to use them to destroy, to wipe Israel off the earth. Because if he knows if he can wipe all Israel off the earth, then he can fly into heaven and say, God, you didn't keep your promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and King David. Well, we know that's not going to happen. That's the biggest reason. You'll find him in my book. That's the biggest reason Hitler uh, came to power. It wasn't about trying to conquer the world. He killed six million Jews. The devil was trying to get Hitler to wipe out the Jews so he could go into heaven and say, God, you didn't keep that promise. But praise God for the United States. See, that's the reason why God raised the United States up. You know, the good seed, and uh, we defeated Hitler and stopped the extermination of the Jews so the devil couldn't um, break God's promise. And we know the devil ain't going to break God's promise. We're coming back to save the Jews at the end of tribulation, which is called the second coming of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Can you describe some of the prophecies of uh, David Wilkerson regarding the troubled times ahead? You, you mentioned him a few times in your book. I just wonder, what are some of his uh, prophecies that you mentioned? I love David Wilkerson. I, I never met the man personally. Um, boy, do I believe he was an end-time prophet. And, you know, he never bragged about that. Uh, but, you know, he saw the Japan earthquake we had, what, two, three years ago? It's in his book, The Visions Beyond. And he said there's an earthquake coming to America that God showed him after this earthquake. It hasn't happened yet. Um, David Wilkerson saw economic trouble times coming, which we've already had. Had You know, we've had some meltdowns, but there's greater meltdowns coming. Um, I just really appreciated David Wilkerson. That's a, that's a good book to pick up for your viewers. The, uh, vision, the Vision Beyond and Back, I believe it's called. The Vision Beyond and Back. Mm -hmm. I don't have it in front of me, but... Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, he spoke a lot of things um, about riots. He saw New York City on fire. Um, you know, 40, 47, is it 47%? We're pushing almost 50% of Americans um, either depend upon 
their income from the federal government or some type of support from the federal government. Imagine when the when the American government finally says, hey, you know what? We can't send these checks out no more because there is no more money. And you imagine, you think them people are going to stay quiet when they can't feed their children, they can't pay for their cars or their homes? No, we're going to see mass riots in the streets. And we've already seen some in the past. We've seen these people at Wall Street, you know, um, camping out and they're mad at the one percenters and it's not, you know, um, I'm not saying it's the one percenters fault, but it's the devil's fault because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's the love of money is the root of all evil. Money is not evil, but it's the love of money and greed has taken over this country and it is one of our biggest, one of our problems. But thank God for David Wilkerson, uh, because he did see a lot, a lot of it's coming to pass. <laughs> Okay, Ed, we're going to take our last break. Listeners, today my guest is Edward L. Brownie, author of Rapture Factor on America, and we'll be back shortly on the True Seekers radio show. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. One quick 10-minute call could help you solve your student loan problems. So call right now. Not available in all states. Payments may vary based on income. 855-351-FAST. 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 855-351-3278. For thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show. Today, my guest is Edward L. Brownlee, author of Rapture Factor on America. So, Ed, when this rapture takes place, how do you think the leaders and the media and the powers that be are going to explain all these missing people? What do you think they're going to say? Well, probably the left would just say we were abducted by some alien spaceship. <laughs> They'll make up something. Uh, but those those that had Bible knowledge, or once was in church, or once was saved and they backslid, they'll know. They'll mm. know what happened. And I think you'll see a revival, uh, basically in America, you'll see a lot of people coming back to Jesus. And, and the Bible says there will be martyrs in the tribulation period that will die uh, because of Jesus, and they'll go to heaven and... Uh, that, and we should be thankful for that. Um, but yeah, I believe the uh, most of the media would just write it off as uh, some mysterious thing happened. Um, and some people would be glad. Um, the hardcore, um, the ungodly people, um, they'll be happy. They'll say, well, good riddance. We're glad they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you know, you're, like, you oh. laugh at that, but I, 
I can't help it. I mean, if you look in like the major advertising, major television shows, major movies, they are just hitting us over the head with all of this alien stuff. And I think you're you're onto something there because why do they keep putting all this in in front of our face, you know, daily? I think because they are it is going to be tied somehow to this alien abduction thing. Well, yeah, the the devil's pretty smart. <laughs> you know, and I believe the devil has used Hollywood a lot of times in, in that sense mm-hmm. of making moves like that. And, uh, you know, um, I hate to use the word brainwash, but once you enter a thought into someone's mind, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times people just accept it as the truth, you know, when it's not the truth. Um, right. Our government sure spews out a lot of stuff that's not the truth, and a lot of people still accept it as the truth. <laughs> so, you know, people... Uh, People fail to to self-educate. You know, I think an American people need to get back to doing more reading and studying, especially the Bible, end-time prophecy. You know, uh, they need to educate themselves about things and just not take someone's word for it. Now, you say in your book that by the 2016 presidential election, this country is going to really be drastically changed and the pain will be real. So could you tell us what some of the specific things you think are going to be happening at that time when you say the pain will be real? Well, by 2016, um, unless they change course, I wouldn't be surprised that uh, we're not 2022, 20, maybe even more, um, trillion dollars in debt. Um, it seems like the, the Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, is not what it's supposed to be. Um, what I've read about it, all it's going to do is uh, um, hurt jobs. Um, it's going to bring more debt to our nation uh, with all the subsidies that are hooked to it, even subsidizing the insurance companies that they don't make their profits, um, subsidizing everyone that can't afford it. Um, America is just, uh, through their foolishness, their foolish decisions, um, they're just going to cause her to sink because of their, their bad decisions. Um, you go back in the 60s when they first took prayer and uh, Bible out of schools. A couple of years later, Lyndon Johnson come along with this idea of the great society to help the poor. And all it has done has been a detriment to our country. I put that in our book. We have spent over a trillion dollars on the poor, and we still have the poor. Uh, what America needs to do is to uh, get rid of their free trade agreements and uh, get jobs back to America and get America working again and then we may see this thing start to turn around and also bring back godly principles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, Ed, at the end of your book, you talk about how the Lord spoke to your heart when you were almost finished. What, ex- what, were, you, um, what were you inferring there when you said he spoke to your heart? What was he telling you? Um, yeah, I put a little last paragraph of my book. Uh, the thought come to me, the Holy Spirit said, tell him not to blame God for man's foolishness. As I said earlier, a lot of things um, God gets to blame for when he had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. God always calls through his love and his tender mercies. He's always calling by his spirit, come, you know, uh, listen to me, accept me, accept my ways. Uh, but a lot of times man won't do that. And God knows um, all men will not accept Jesus Christ as his Savior, even though he, he wants them all to be saved. So I put in there, when things really begin to get bad, and they're going to get bad, um, because we're putting pressure on Israel now to give up land for peace. And the European nations are doing the same. And you can't divide God's land. Um, Once again, those that bless Abraham, I will bless. Those that curse Abraham, I will curse. And uh, I'm afraid the more we put pressure on Israel and their leaders to give up the West Bank, to give up eastern Jerusalem, because they got Jerusalem as all their capital now, um, we're going to see devastating things happen to our country. We're going to see more violent storms. We may see that big earthquake that uh, David Wilkerson wrote about. Um, you know, we could see our economy getting worse. Because I believe, and I put in my book, as God lifts his hand, then he's lifting his blessing. Um, God can persuade men to make the right decision as long as they're putting God on the front burner. But when you put God on the back burner, then he lifts his hands in the foolish of man takes over, and greed takes over, and pride takes over, you know, 
and then it just messes everything up. Mm-hmm. And what's the most important thing you'd like to leave with the listeners today regarding this subject and your book? Uh, find Jesus Christ as your Savior. Uh, if you don't know him, um, Jesus says, "All uh, come unto me, all ye that are uh, heavy laden and labor, that I will give you rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, Jesus will lift the burden of sin off of you, and uh, he'll bring a freedom and a peace in your heart that you've never known. Then pick up a King James Bible and begin to read and study it every day. <laughs> That's my best advice, because uh, I truly believe uh, we're getting close. It's mm-hmm. getting close. And, Ed, can you... Can you... Just look at the... Go ahead. I just saying you can just look at the world and, and see the picture. If you take in the full scope of things and things that have happened, um, I know we didn't get to cover a lot of things that have already happened in prophecy, but the things that have already happened, it's leading up to the rapture and the tribulation period. We can just see it coming. Mm-hmm. And before we go, can you once again let the listeners know uh, where they can get your book and find out more about you? Uh, both books, Rapture Factor of America, and simply Revelation, which is a commentary on the book of Revelation. I take each chapter in that book, and I comment on the verses. And I'm a simple person, and I simply talk, so I put it in simple terms. Uh, the last week I had to work on it for tape publishing. I spent 80 hours, and man, did God drop some revelation in me. Things that <laughs> it's not in other prophetic books. I read a lot of prophetic books. I can name their names, but uh, I believe certain, certain different things than others, and, and, and just the Spirit of the Lord just gave it to me, and I'm just so thankful. But you can get both books at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. It's your favorite bookstore, but you'll have to order it. I'm on Facebook, uh, Rapture Factors on Facebook, and so uh, uh, Simply Revelation. I also have both. Uh, I have web uh, sites for both books through Tate Publishing. Okay. And you also can get the book at Tate Publishing, too, bookstore or okay. online. All right, Edward. Listen, thanks so much for taking time out of your day today to talk to us. Listeners, today my guest has been Edward L. Brownlee, author of Rapture Factor on America. And also thanks to you for taking time out of your day to listen to the Truth Seekers radio show. And until next week, God bless.